don't be all like uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. It's just me, Elizabeth, and Julia today. Alex is a busy, busy boy, so no Alex this week. Um, so Julia, I'm going to start off with my tagline. You ready? Yes. If I had to front the cost, I'm going to make you pay. Mia? Ooh, that would have been good. This is for a Salt Lake City, not Housewife. Oh, oh, this is Angie, the new Angie. Yes. <laughs> new Angie, Angie K. And we'll get into that whole debacle when we get there. We are also joined by my lovely sister and our co-host, Miss Julia Baker. I'm a genetic explosion whose presence is a present. Is that for Lindsay 2.0? I have no idea who this is for. Oh, no. This is just a direct quote from Grace Lilly. The only reason that I will be continuing to watch Southern Hospitality. She's giving me Sheena Shea vibes. Yes. And I thought Maddie was going to be our villain, but I don't think so. Should we, Julia, do we want to start with our new show that we did not promote at all because we kind of forgot that it was coming? Yes, Level of course. Or Level Pump Rules or Southern Hospitality, as they decided. And let me start off by saying something kind of controversial. That is, is interesting to watch the show that takes place in Charleston with these servers because one of the big things about Vanderpump Rules and one of the things that I think made it really work is that all of these characters, as you will, were um, mm. aspiring to be great thespians or models or actors or they had somewhere else they were going. And I thought that that yeah. made Vanderpump Rules really interesting. There were a few people like Maddie and then Mikkel, the suspended guy. I yeah. feel like they aspire to be Leva. Like I think they really want to be restaurateurs and I can really see them trying to like hang up their hat in Charleston. Whereas like I have a hard time finding the motivation or the room for character growth with any of our other servers. What are your thoughts? I think that that's a really interesting point because Stasi and Jax and all of them were trying to become famous in a traditional sense where I would say these people of Love of Pump Rules, Southern Hospitality, are also trying to be famous, but they're trying to become Instagram famous. So to give you an idea, Grace Lilly has over 11,000 followers and oh, Maddie, shoot. Maddie has 12,000 followers. So these are people who could technically be considered like micro influencers where mm -hmm. they don't need to have the show. So I agree with you because it is weird that they're not trying to be quote unquote famous, but they are. And when you look at their Instagram, like they do have professional modeling shoots. It's just that they're paying for it rather than the other way around. So it is kind of like this bizarre twist on the classic Vanderpump rules. Something I do have to say is these are some very intense servers. And I love that we're acting like King Street is like the strip in Vegas. Like, Y'all are in, what, South Carolina? Like, that's not a hot girl state. No offense, South Carolina. So, like, they act like they're the big shit on the block. And I'm sure for Charleston they are. But it's just kind of funny listening to them act like they're on the strip being bottle service girls. When, like, no, 
really. Also, can I just say it? None of those dudes are hot. Even no. a little hot. Those are Joe, the most, like man no, candy Joe. Not. The fact that he thinks he's so hot is worth watching. It's definitely worth the second episode for me. I can't believe how much I love Teresa Judice's daughter on this show, Maddie. <laughs> Doesn't she look exactly like a Judice? Yeah, she has so much energy. Just watching her thin, lengthy arms, like, direct the servers, I mesmerized. I love that she's sober. I think that that's very cool. It makes you like her so much more than mm-hmm. poor Grace Lily, who just seems like such a dingus. But also, these people are going so hard for, like, Leva. Like, you work here. Like, <laughs> why do you care if somebody else isn't at their job? How are you feeling about Leva? How do you think she's doing being Vanderpump 2.0? She doesn't have the authority that Vanderpump has. You know what I mean? Like, people get up and leave the little meetings. But they definitely respect her. I think she's fine. I like Leva, like we were talking about on our last episode. We were talking about great villains. I think Leva's a good villain, but people hate Leva. People are refusing to watch because of how much they hate Leva. Oh, I think that's sad. My note for Leva, honest, would be more Lamar. I really liked the Mikkel story about how like Lamar took him under his wing. They're definitely a team, and I would like to see the team. Even Lisa needed a kin. I think Lamar just doesn't want to be on camera, but I feel like we need him. When we see him in the background, I would just say more Lamar. I'm I'm excited to give it our three-episode shot. I think we'll continue it till the end. I don't think that this is going to get the real girlfriends in Paris treatment. I think that we're here for it, and I love it. Mm-hmm. One note, as we sign off, I thought it was bold and perfection that Grace Lily told Maddie to walk people on over, that she had a table for seven that will be ready And when Maddie gets there with her customers, Grace Lily is, in fact, nowhere to be seen. She has gone home. And I just thought, the balls. Bravo. Hilarious. See, like, that I can get because they need a VIP hostess. But you're also telling me that this many people need bottle service on, like, a Thursday in Charleston? I don't know. (laughs) Emmy saying that she and Will have sex five times a day. And then it comes out that Will is still living with his parents. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know my rule. Anytime somebody says we have sex this many times a day or week, I divide by whatever number you just told me. Liars. Yeah. Yeah. Negative 25 is where we're at. Yeah. They're both virgins. They're both saving each other for marriage. Yes. Okay. Are we ready for Potomac? I think so. Okay. So Potomac was a double header for us. We had two episodes. So we're going to have to be on our best behavior, Julia. Starting off. Mia hates Jacqueline. Oh, yes. And I'm surprised that Jacqueline didn't just leave. Like, if I was being treated like Jacqueline was at the top of the first episode we watched, I would have just gone home. I think that Jacqueline is so desperate to be on Potomac that she'll put up with it. But it's just as sad. And it makes Mia even more unlikable. These were two very bad Mia episodes. Oh, see unpopular dare I say she should never have thrown her drink that was uncalled for but I'm team Mia I'm standing there behind Robin and Giselle 
Why? Because Peter is her family? What does that have? Why are we fighting over Peter Thomas? We're not fighting over Peter Thomas. She insinuated that Mia was sleeping with other people. And that's why the drink was But wrong. Mia has, that was her whole first season is that she and G do weird stuff. Yeah, but she insinuated that they were, here I wrote it down. Um, she said, you're fucking Peter Thomas, you're fucking other women and men. She insinuated that before the drink was thrown, Wendy did. I like Mia as a person more than I like Wendy. I really dislike Wendy, but both Mia and Wendy are so bad at fighting that I get lost. They just repeat the same thing over and over again. She's saying that Karen needs to defend G. Why would Karen defend G? Mia just is trying to have Karen have her back. And she's sad that her friend didn't have her back. But what Wendy's saying to her, calling her a crater face bitch. Like that that was the part where I was times. like, Wendy, you lost me. The crater face thing lost me, Julia, as well. I'm on neither side. I think just the fact that Giselle and Robin were honestly lighthearted observers made it easier to watch Mia because they were team Mia than it made it to watch Wendy like when Wendy's yelling a CEO doesn't do this what CEO does this and Giselle's like well this one does you know it's just it made it more fun to be on Mia's side to be honest I I agree with you on that so then are you saying that Mia wasn't the right to throw Ashley and Candace out of the house well, she didn't do it very successfully, and she didn't stick to it either. So I don't think it's either here nor there. I think both Wendy and Mia are kind of like the same but different fonts. So it feels kind of stupid. Are you? I think that they're both wrong. I think that Mia should have thrown the glass or the champagne, and I think that Wendy should have said crater face. I that like really really grossed me out. Um, I'm gonna jump ahead. Wendy's mom then posted on Instagram this huge long thing and also called Mia crater face. I think that's pretty gross. Um, Wendy's really, really bad at fighting. She sounds stupid when she fights and she's not a stupid person. So she just kind of gets caught up in her feelings, I guess. But I think Wendy, I think I think it's way more calculated. I think Wendy's trying to recreate what happened with Monique and Candace. She even brought it up in the fight. think that she was trying to recreate it i think that's kind of she was poke she was poking a bear oh she was for sure poking a bear but i don't think that she went into that dinner being like oh perfect i'm gonna do this i think she saw an opportunity because she was right on giselle and robin saying you're such hypocrites you took candace's side and now you're taking mia's which is hypocritical i think she studies the housewives I think that, I do think that the fight, like, was, it felt so stupid from Mia's side. Like, Mia, you don't care this much about Peter, which is how it started. And Wendy doesn't care this much either. So I feel like it is kind of made for TV a little bit. But see, I disagree with how the fight started. We're gonna have to do a pause and rewatch, Julia. Yeah. We're gonna have to pull it up. And then also, I think with the crater face comment, Ashley and Candace, they both say Mia has large feet. They do these kind of like attack on other ladies' physical features in like a funny way. I mm-hmm. think that's what Wendy is thinking she's doing when she says crater face. But it's not. And I don't really know how it's different, but it definitely is. 
to me. I think Wendy's trying to do the housewife thing and she just can't land it. I think so too. And I think Mia is also trying to do the housewife thing. And I think that's very prevalent when she's being so mean to Jacqueline and her trying to like play mob boss with who's in the house, who's going where. And they're both really bad at it. So I think that both Mia and I don't think that this is like a real fight. I think this is they both think, oh, I am owning this made for TV fight. And they're both doing really bad at it. Would you have rather have been at the Wendy Condolence brunch slash Karen's birthday brunch or at the beach stroking 20 year old's abs? Oh, Wendy's Condolence brunch. A hundred (laughs) percent. Because know who is the most fun suck person in the room? Robin Dixon. Oh, Julia, that's no. how you know you're on the wrong side. Robin and, and Giselle are never on the right side. Uh, see, that's I would have been know. at that beach. <laughs> I know, but you picked the wrong side. You picked Kyle's side. You're on the wrong side. Robin did make me laugh when Mia was twerking in her suit, and Robin said she didn't see any cancerous lumps there. See, <laughs> haters. Haters on the beach. So funny. All right. Speaking of fun, time for the CEO of fun, Meredith Marks, also oh. the most unfun person in the world. Yeah, she failed. Her, she failed at her job, admittedly. Okay, Salt Lake City. My favorite part of the episode, you'd say, oh, Elizabeth, it's going to be Heather realizing she doesn't have friends. It's going to be the champagne dump on the head. No, it was Angie H. realizing over this weird brunch she organized that she was not invited to the girls' trip. <laughs> And I would like to start a petition that I would like Angie K to replace Jen Shaw on one factor, but one thing has to be a part of that, is I want to see Angie H get the letter that she did not make it into full-time housewives, but Angie K did. If I get to see that, Angie K is in. Well, Jen Shaw definitely realized that Angie K is gunning for her position, and that is why the drink was tossed. In this instance, it wasn't a fun, lighthearted, you've been no. friends with me for 25 years wine. I've never seen a less dramatic champagne head spill. And then she had to throw it on her own head. It was a wreck. This poor woman. And everybody was so uncomfortable. And know what? I, Alex and I have been joking. We've been loving Jen. Like, oh man, too bad she's going to federal prison forever. This made me like, oh, never mind. This kind of killed her for me. Mm-hmm. She seems, she, I don't like loose cannon Jen. I don't like, this is Jen throwing a glass at Whitney's feet, that one party for season one. Like, this is crazy Jen, and I don't like this Jen. This Jen makes me nervous. But this nervous Jen did bring out one of my favorite lines Lisa Barlow has ever said. Watching my friend get a drink poured on her head by another friend is, like, insane. (laughs) Oh, man. It was, we had a great sprinter van realization. This episode just gave. Yes. A yacht is just a sprinter van in open water. Thank you, Heather Gay. And then Whitney decided that the tension was so high. If she had a zit on her forehead, it would have popped itself. (laughs) <laughs> that one she kind of lost me i got back there with her in the end but i was like what <laughs> absolutely crazy episode great episode overall but yikes and we're not getting jen at the reunion right oh no i don't think we're getting her at all these women are good sports though because the bedroom situation 
was not up to par. If any other franchise had been there, they would have been gravely disappointed. But these women just rallied. They're just happy to be anywhere. These are the desperate ladies of Salt Lake City. Because <laughs> they're scared of Jin Shaw. They don't care where they go. I'm excited Angie K is on this trip. I I think that Angie K also standing up to Jin Shaw. This is the best standing up that we've seen thus far. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yes. And Jin Shaw is realizing that Coach Shaw's birthday party was all just a setup for Angie K to get herself on Housewives. Duh. <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah. And now we know how much a horse costs. It costs as much as Coach Shaw's party. I think this is the conversation that happened. I want to have a party for Coach Shaw. Oh my gosh, host it at my house. <gasps> yeah, we host it at your house and then we can have like film a bunch of scenes of you planning it and everything. Yeah. Like kind of unspoken, you're going to pay for it because I'm going to get you on TV. And then Angie K just straight up called her out on it. Right. And so then poor Jen had to pretend like the necklace was the only bargaining chip she had. Thank you for that flashback, editors. That was hilarious. I know. I can't believe you kept that. I would have thrown that footage in the trash. These people do great work. They're like, I feel like we got to keep th- we gotta keep it in for later. It's like Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's necklace that you can't put on. It's going to come up later. I think we're ready for Winterhouse. Yes. Okay, time for Winterhouse. Okay, Julia, I, I hate to say this. I had a Jason cringe moment where I thought, mm. Oh, was it his interaction with Lindsay? Yes. And I could see where he was saying, like, hey, Lindsay, you're going to talk about it on TV. you got to give me a heads up. People are going to start reaching out to me. Fair. But then she says, but I did talk to you. And he goes, yeah. She yeah. did say th- that she was going to say, so what more did he want? And she just kind of, like, let it go. But ugh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it wasn't great. Poor Lindsay is having just the hardest time in this stupid two episodes she's been in. She is the underdog. For me, she's coming out super likable. And I was worried because Mm -hmm. I kind of have a hard time sometimes on her and Carl's Instagram. Just their huggy body licky facing all over Instagram. Sometimes a little cringe. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I want them in my fun winter house. And honestly, I'm so happy they came. And I do love Lindsay. And I don't know if I'd like her if she was having an easy time of it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, coming, Julia, I don't think that Austin's hand dick story, I don't think that happened. No, I don't either. Because he didn't confront her. I think he's a fucking liar. I think he thought it was odd and suspicious that she went to his hotel room and not Carl's. But when there was no there there, he had to make up the hand on crotch bit to make it more crazy. And now... and. Yeah, and the fact that Luke straight up told Lindsay already, and she was like, when we were eating McDonald's, like, she didn't even know what he was talking. I totally believe Lindsay. I think Austin Mm -hmm. made this up. Um, I have to throw our girl Paige under the bus for this line, saying that if she heard that Craig, quote, was grabbing some girl's vagina and was trying to beep her, and I found out about this now... As his girlfriend, I would break up with him. 
God, Julia, aren't you so happy there's not a whole show documenting that happening called Southern Charm that we had just seen? Wouldn't that be crazy? I know. Wouldn't it be crazy if Craig hooked back up with Naomi while he was pursuing Paige and we all knew about it and we knew Paige And it was on TV. And we spent two episodes of Southern Charm on this. And honestly, the finale... That would be crazy. Good thing that didn't happen, though. <laughs> yes. Thank gosh that no Winter House viewers watch Southern Charm. Yeah. There's zero crossover. <laughs> I think when Sierra was chatting with her two exes, Luke and Austin, and compared them to Sleepy and Dopey, it was an apt comparison, and I appreciate Sierra. And I just really want her to get a man in Summer House this coming up season. I feel like... She is just absolutely gorgeous and stunning, and I just want her happy. Okay, who do we have? We have five left, right? We have Grumpy. We have Doc. We have, what are the other dwarves? Happy. She could have Happy. I'd, I'd be happy for a Doc or for a Happy for a old Sierra. Yeah, exactly. And then also Jess, when she was ice fishing, Pulled the fish line down when she was trying to pull the fish out of the water. Oh, Jess. And I think that Corey will never call her again. So I think that her fear that he won't call her again, like, there's something behind that. So she's smart enough to sense that, but not smart enough to intuitively pull a fish out of the water. She can't catch a fish. She she cannot, Julia. And... She is not asking the right question. She senses his fuckboy behavior. But I think that she's never been fuckboyed before because she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. So she's like, can sense it's coming. But instead of saying, hey, after this, are you ever going to talk to me again? She doesn't ask that question. Which would the answer would have been, no. no. <laughs> instead, she's like, you're just going to be talking to other girls. And he's like, why are you asking me that? <laughs> Basically being like, yeah, duh. So she's not asking the right question. She says they're in love, and he's like, I've known her for, like, 25 minutes. Yeah. Poor Jess does not know that she's about to never see this man ever again. All right. And now it's time for awards. All right. Awards. Julia, you want to go first? Yes, my award is a Though We Love Her, She's Not a Housewife award. And this award goes to Trina, who we got to meet on Potomac. I'm so proud of Candace. I'm so happy that she collabed with Trina. But Trina's parting words to Candace was to find people that will uplift her always. And Trina, you clearly don't watch the show because the assignment no. is <laughs> not that. And so though we love her to be one, Trina will never be a housewife. And Julia, my award is going to piggyback off your award, which is the her award off of Arrested Development, which we have used so many times. I also give this to Trina because I had never heard of Trina. I still don't know who Trina is. The Queen of Diamonds. And I don't think that her feature fit with Candace's song. I didn't like it. Oh, no. So I'm sorry, Trina. I did like your parting words to Candace, but for me, it's going to be no. Oh, no. All right. Well, Julia, it was so lovely being with just you. We'll have Alex back next week, question mark? Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Julia, for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. 
Beta 10. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.